Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to The Morning Toast and happy Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend, weekend. That's right. That's right. Bryce and Strice on Stratty. You tell him, sis, we've got Bryce, we've got Strice, we've got Jax, we've got Claude. And you know what we call that? Full House. Yes. Very good. Full, very good. <laughs> um, yeah, I brought, not to make everything about me from the second we start the show, nevertheless, she persisted. I brought the Strice brothers in for my home today, and it was top five, one of the worst um, outings of my life. I have heard and Jackie doesn't care. your whimperings that you're blaming Streisand. It's 100% Streisand's fault. Um, and it's like, it's kind of funny. Like I'm, I'm laughing like, ha that you don't even really care that the three of us were almost hit by a bus today, like a big ass MTA coach bus. What happened? But I know you're going to blame it on my boy. That's why I don't want to hear it. It was his fault. What do you do? We were crossing the street. We finally got here. We're crossing the street and we're were crossing. You crossing in the middle of the street jaywalking. Yeah. Sounds like that's your fault. I jaywalk every single day. That's the only way Not to get here. Not with the Brothers. With Theo every single day. And we're walking. And Bruno will like not stop walking on my feet. And I'm like tangled up in his stupid fucking leash. And I tripped over him. And there was a bus coming. A bus. Come to mommy, my sweet angel. You didn't she doesn't it. even care. I need to come to mommy, sweet angel. Like, where's my love? Well, you had love from Bryce and Strice all week long. And yeah, I'm officially from, giving up Bryce. Aside from almost getting hit by a bus, it was a great week. It was. No complaints except for, you know, the near-death experience, which I guess I'm not entitled to feel trauma over. Bryce just wanted to leave you with a little something to remember him by. Oh, we remember, Bryce. We remember. And how was sleeping with Bryce last night? You know, for me, it was fine. For Ben, I think it was like... We'll go down in history as one of the worst night's sleeps of his life. But Ben just attracts that energy. Like, Ben is the exact type of person you want to sleep next to. He's big and warm. And, like, you just want to put your face up his ass. And that's what Bruno and Theo did all last night. And how did the boys sleep? Like kings. And that's all that matters. 100%. I tried to tell Ben. I'm like, you no longer matter. Yeah. This that's is what a, being a parent is. A Strice-centric household. 100%. We actually had a great night last night because we went out us girlies. Yeah, we did. Oh, my God. That feels like so long ago. We had a GNO for Jackie's big week in town. It was just GDO. It was just girls' dinner out. Because It was at night. entails like... Clubs. Club, bus, another Not the club, club, bus, no, no sleep. sleep. 
No, we had a fab night and it was star studded. We were out and about last time. We saw Julia Fox. Mm-hmm. We saw Jeff Ross. We saw Nikki Hilton, my girl, my girly girl. Um, it was popping. New York was on fire. Yeah, we were at a cool place. We were being cool. So like when you're as cool as us, like cool things just like happen around you because you're cool, you know? Only person I was missing were the Strice Brothers. But they were at home waiting for me when I got home. I enjoyed my last night with Bryce. I am ready to give him back to you. Okay. But that doesn't mean I don't love and enjoy every minute he spent with me. No, I'm so glad. And I know he made much headway on his memoirs. And he was so grateful for everyone who weighed in yesterday in the comments, letting him know what he should title his book. Honestly, I didn't find that there was a consensus, though. Like, people were really split. And there's a third option now mm-hmm. that I'm very, is very compelling. Luckiest Strice Alive. That's it. That's the one. But we did get Theo's memoir title. Pup With No Job, The Crazy Beautiful Life of an Instagram Thirst Monster. No, of a Strice brother. Sure. Which leads me to my book, available at Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and anywhere you get any type of book, ebook, audiobook. You want to hear my stunning voice because you love this podcast so much. It's a New York Times bestselling memoir. Um, it spent about uh, thirty seconds on the charts, but it got there and it counts. And honestly, people loved it. Like I loved it, but people like said it was like the best, like kind of like Da Vinci Code vibes. Yeah, no, that was like I was so confused when I was reading one because I was like, right. is this the Da Vinci Code or? And people are talking about Tom Hanks potentially starring in the adaptation of the of the book. As and he'll be playing girl with no child playing Ben. <laughs> um, did Bryce get any tips from you on how to write your memoirs while he was staying with you? He was kind of like too proud to ask. Come on, Bryce, ask her. You, he was talking to me about it all week, saying I'm going to ask her. We're going to do a workshop. Workshop. And he didn't even mention it. Not the workshop. Um, we love a workshop. We have like. Like a crazy couple of, you know, like it's just a next week will yeah. just be a big week. For I'm the just toast. trying not to be annoying. Just know like this is the last episode of the morning toast where we're just regular girls. No, this is the last episode of the morning toast. Like as you know, know it, it right now. Yeah. There will be some change starting on Monday. All great. Nothing crazy. Show will be every day. We're not going anywhere. Blah, blah, blah. But just like some changes. A little bit of a. A shift. A, a shifting sh- stri sound. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to give anything away. But and you were, might think you could guess it, but when I tell you, you're wrong. But I would love to see you try. Sure, sure, yeah. I'm sure someone would guess it if, like, no. try as they may. No, I don't think so. So, nothing, like, so So crazy. just remember these faces. And things are going to just be different starting Monday. Yeah, and I love a secret project. And it's only, like, a three-day tease. You guys can handle it. Yeah, but just know, like... It's enormous. Like, it's so it's big. It's pretty big. It's pretty big. Um, and we've got a great show. We both watched the new episode of The Kardashians on Hulu, which we will do in the TV recap. I also watched this morning um, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. And my God, I just, I can't, you know? Yeah, there was nothing that I didn't mention. It's yeah. just, can you forgive Lisa Barlow? No. That's and, the question. And the, the fact that that's the question is beyond me because we have a woman on, on a major trial. Yeah. And we didn't even talk about it. Yeah. So that's for me. That's why I can't personally. Okay. I understand. That's just a little bit about me. I'm understanding. Also, we are just like churning out content. Yesterday, we had a new podcast up on the Patreon um, that's been requested for a while. And I wanted to make sure the person I recorded it with was like comfortable enough to like, you know, like in his own life to then share. Because, you know, not everyone just like wants to get on a podcast and like spill their guts. Yeah. Or, or fill, fill their, their guts. guts. Um, so one of my best friends who I talk about all the time, Abe, that I feel like if you listen to the toast, you always hear me talking about him. He's the one who does, oh, Robert. Did he do it on the podcast? Of course. Um, 
I sat down with him for like an hour long interview, just like talking about like who is Abe, um, our friendship over, I've known him for like 15 years. And he like recently went through like a major life change that I feel like people, um, might be able to relate to. So it was really good. It was really fun. It was like so weird to podcast with like a friend. Right. And you have to like go into like work mode voice. No, he was like, you're being friend. so weird. No, I was like, giving Diane. No, and like you're usually like the one on the toast who like steers us along and like is professional. And I just like sit here and like burp. Um, so it was like unnatural for me to be that person. And then also in front of someone I like know deeply personally. Like it was just weird. It is weird. And then we have another Patreon episode coming up today. today. My New York City vlog. I've been vlogging my whole week. So you'll get the behind the scenes on all the stuff that we're doing. And like a, little a lot of the secret projects. Project teasers. And it's just been a jam packed week. So I've been so good about vlogging like everything that I'm doing. And it's it's a great vlog I it will be up today um because that's a wrap on my like work week right and I actually was supposed to go home today but instead I'm going home Sunday because my flight was canceled right we actually weren't even supposed to have a show today because Jackie was headed back with her fam to Florida but obviously the hurricane yeah canceled my flight so I will be here through the weekend so we're just gonna be hanging woohoo and slanging slanging and hanging and banging banging me and Bryce and Strice oh yeah just like your book (laughs) That you were telling us about in the car last night. Oh my God. <laughs> that is the last time I take a recommendation from TikTok. I was led astray. I was led astray. I went a little too far into the porn. The porn. Beat. Yeah. And I guess, like, I didn't realize, like, the books that I like as porn, like, aren't that crazy. Because you read a crazy one. And they were like, if you like it, it happened one summer, try this. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't. I actually removed it from my shelf. Like, that's how, like, not okay I was. She spiced too close to the sun. No, I took it too far. Like, I took it too far, and I learned my lesson. Do you want to tell us what it was called? Or No. no. Like, I'm, I'm genuinely embarrassed to be associated with this book. <laughs> and, like, if you read it, like, I don't want to call you out, you know? Like, right, right. Like, right. what if you liked it, and I'm over here saying it's disgusting? I'm kink-shaming. <sighs> right. Not the kink-shaming. Not the kink-shaming. Um... So I feel like I'm ready to dive in. Today's really exciting because we have a, a OG sponsor that's made a return. And people are going to quake because this was, I feel like, a, a sponsor that like really had us in a chokehold. Yeah, me in particular. Right. It's not Scentbird, which is so sad. No. Is Scentbird still in business? Like, I think so. Just like not with us. Maybe like disgusting. our work here was done. I feel like everyone got their Scentbird. Yeah. Sometimes that's what happens. Like, right. You go so hard for a brand that like everyone who listens to the podcast buys it. Yeah, maybe. that's true. So I guess without further ado, do, 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 where are you right here sitting comfortably with your mom and your auntie? It is time for the past five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. And today's episode is brought to you by Rothy's. For versatile shoes that are stylish and still feel comfortable, shop Rothy's. Their signature seamless knit design looks and feels great right out of the box with no break-in period. Plus, transitioning to a new fall look is easy with Rothy's shoes. So many colors that work season after season, it is a no-brainer to wear a pair. Honestly, the no-brainer comes from a lot of different facets, but I would say the number one facet, like the number one selling point for Rothy's is that you can throw them in the washing machine. Yeah. Their washability is crazy. You can wash them after every wash. Like, if you are prone to smelly feet, which you know what? Some of us are, okay? And there's no shame in it, especially with Rothy's. Because, like, sometimes you don't want to wear a sock. No. With Rothy's, you don't have to because they're so comfortable. But, like, you could ruin a pair of shoes not wearing socks one time because your feet are so smelly. It could happen. And I'm not speaking from experience. I swear I'm not. It's Ben. <laughs> no, no, it's, like, it's not. It's not me, I swear. Like, I, I didn't have to put powder in my shoes growing up. Like, I didn't. Like, no. that's me? No, her. no. Um, that's why Rothy's is really, like, a fabulous brand that we love, we've supported and worn for a long time. 
they haven't been sponsoring our show for a little while. So now we've got a code and I really want I really want everyone to get in on this because it's a really but special you know what, moment. You know they weren't sponsoring the show for a while. Like it didn't change things for no. me and my love for Rothy's. I have, I hold no resentment. I have two pairs of Rothy's and I should put them in the washing machine. Thanks for the <laughs> reminder because they are worn to the ground. And I you've love had them, them for so a while. They're really durable. Like yeah. over a year. No, I remember we were reading for them in 2019, the best year on record. Right. And maybe it was because of Rothy's. I was go. I was like flying all over the place. Rothy's on the plane. There's no better shoe. Swollen feet. Rothy's. Yeah, it's Wore so them true. Home from the hospital when I gave birth because oh, I got a big foot. That's got nice. a big foot. That's nice. Yeah. So if you want stylish shoes that are versatile and durable enough to wear all the time, go to Rothy's. And if you want twenty dollars off your first purchase at Rothy's, go to Rothy's.com/tmt. Rothy's is spelled R-O-T-H-Y-S. By the way, I'm like quaking right now. Do you know that the word Rothy's has all the same letters ex- of Ashray? Except for T. I thought you were going to say. O-S-H-R-Y. It's the same letters, except there's also a T. So Tashray. Letter. Ashray. I thought you were going to say Rothy's. It sounds like Ruthie's. It does, which is why I think we have like a particular affinity for the brand. R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash TMT. Today's episode is also brought to you by Studs. You guys are probably noticing the ultimate cool girl look is a fully loaded and stacked ear. And it's a little intimidating, but not if you check out Studs. They are, they've coined the term earscape and they are the go-to authority for piercings and earrings. Excuse and- me for what? Sorry. They're the go-to authority for what? I must issue a correction and issue a do formal better. apology. I'm, do, I'm gonna do better. They are the go-to authority for parsings and earrings, and they can help you curate an earscape that's based on your own anatomy and style. So they are reimagining the piercing. Ex- oh. They are reimagining the parsing experience for each and every ear. If you want to refresh your look with a new parsing, or you need a professional styling advice, you can shop online or shop at Studs in LA, New York City, Austin, Nashville, Miami, Boston, Seattle. And they have more coming soon. If you want to get a first, if you're a first time parser, you want to have a parsing party, check out studs. It can be a little intimidating. And I feel like there's no place to really go. Back in the day, like there was Claire's, Mm -hmm. but there's no like OG place anymore for piercings. And studs has become that. I feel like if you want to get a piercing now, you go to like a tattoo shop. And and it's just not like a warm and friendly environment, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And like, it's like, you want to have a selection of earrings to choose from and you just want to be among fellow parsers. And they do it like really safe and clean. They use single use needles. They don't use guns. It's way safer, way better, especially if you're doing an advanced piercing. Um, and then their earrings are just fabulous. They're made from high quality materials. They will not turn your skin green. They're lightweight and durable enough to wear all the time. Whenever I do a read for um, studs, do you know what I think of? What? Please, like just... When I got my ears parsed on No, the no, no. It's, it's not like a personal thing. It's like um, a reference from a film. Like how like you can walk out of studs with like a fresh piercing and like sickening new earrings, not like those gold balls. What's gold balls? Country Strong when she's like yeah. complaining that she all get the boring gold balls late in Easter and then he buys her the ones that she wanted. She needed to go to studs. 100%. They have over 250 styles of hoops, huggies, studs, cuffs, dangles. They pierce way more than just your earlobes and it's easy to create a statement look or something to keep every day starting at just $10 a piercing. Right now, studs is offering our listeners 20% off your first purchase when you go to studs.com slash toast. I have a ton of earrings from Studs. I love their hoops. I'm like a dainty earring girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and Studs is the place for me. Mm-hmm. Studs is S-T-U-D-S dot com slash toast for 20%, 20% off your first purchase. Studs.com slash toast. Studs. That's where we got our ears, ears parsed. parsed. Well said. C- couldn't have put it better myself, actually. Yeah, no, there's no better slogan than that. That. 
Our first story is just a story that warmed my heart this morning and a way for me to talk about the Royals Ugh. in a celebrity manner, okay. coupled with Miles Teller. Okay. How Miles Teller broke royal protocol when meeting Prince William and Kate Middleton. When? At the premiere of Top Gun in London, Miles Teller referenced the moment he broke royal protocol while meeting the new prince and princess of Wales. He was on The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon and said, right off the bat, I messed up. You're not supposed to extend your right uh, your hand right off the bat unless they do but i felt the vibe so i'm like i'm going in i'm going in he shared that he was given the rules of do's and don'ts so that he wouldn't fuck up while meeting william and kate but he admitted that etiquette went out the window because he was charmed by the newly named prince and princess of wales uh, i can understand that he said quote to their credit they were very disarming i was lost Prince William's eyes, he described them as the blue as the bluest ocean. He said Kate was beautiful and cordial and holds herself so well in regal. And with William... Not him I, calling another woman beautiful. And with William, I don't know, I just blacked out. He said his greeting was such a disaster that his castmate Jennifer Connelly was seen laughing as the events unfolded. He said, I was kind of riffing on what this interaction was going to be like. So I think she was already on alert about if she thought I was going to go a bit rogue about the whole thing. So he's like a royalist. Like yeah, us. no, he stands. Um, I think that, like, William and Kate probably didn't think anything of it. I'm sure people are always, like, quaking in front of them. Yeah, but I'm sure they get a charge out of it, especially when it's a movie star like Miles Teller. I'm sure they're big fans of his. I'm sure Wait, they loved Do you think movie? Kate was like... Like, hey, Hey, Miles. boy. <laughs> She's in love with the boy. Perhaps. I mean, maybe, but I feel like there was just mutual adoration all around, which makes it all kosher. I love when the royals go to movie premieres. It's very rare. Oh, it's so fabulous. And it's only for like big studio like moments. And it's fabulous. So fabulous. And I, I love this friendship for them. And I love that Miles Teller respects the hell out of the royal family. I also love that Miles Teller's Miles Teller is in the press. Obviously, he's in New York right now. He's on SNL tomorrow. I will be watching. Yes. Um, Who's the musical guest? Such a good question. It's a really good question. It's like, depending on who the either musical guest or host out. is, sometimes someone people get eclipsed. Like, remember when Adele was on and she didn't, she wasn't the musical performer. It was her. H-E-R. Yes. And like, it, it actually felt bad for her. Yes, except then that iconic. Ladies and gentlemen. Huh. He's performing with Kendrick Lamar. So Stunning. that'll be a great duo. I'm actually excited for SNL. Like I, uh, it's a type of thing where I'm not going to watch every episode. It just really depends on the host. And I think Miles was a great choice. Has he what is he promoting before? right now? He's promoting. Like Top Gun's over. Maybe just Miles. Yeah, no, it's about time, actually. Maybe he's promoting his new memoir, Miles to Go, by Miley Cyrus. Oh, that's good. That was the name of hers okay. when she was 15 and she wrote a memoir. Oh, I, I... And I read it. I need more memoirs for underdeveloped, like... Yeah, no, but like when you're a kid and you're a fan of someone, they get a book deal and I'll read it, sure. Yeah. What have we been up to the last 15 years? I do feel like now would be a good time just to have like a, like a small, very peaceful intervention with you. About Shice's memoirs? About the royals. Like, you oh. need to stop. Like, you need to stop. Wow. You need to stop. Like, when there's something to talk about, like, let's talk about it. Yesterday's story, honestly, I didn't know about. It, and once we discussed, I was okay. This is a little silly. But it's miles. No. And even though we're miles my and miles and miles apart. I would take a bullet for him. Oh, but like, I want to do 
is speak about no, Queen Jackie. Elizabeth too. No, Jackie. Even if we're miles, miles, miles apart, all I want to do is speak my truth. Speak my truth. I liked mine because I was just trying to tell you that I want to talk about Queen Elizabeth. No, no, like I get it. But like it's we're getting to the point where like even I'm getting fatigued, you know? Imagine how I feel. (laughs) Tarek's armed run into the mountain. The thing is you can't really compare. um, Oh, by the way. And it's a Friday. Like it's not like I'm missing major news. No, no. Grab your list. About the Royals. Grab your lists. Okay. By the way, oh, we have so much to add to the stories that I don't stop repeating. Okay. We have to add Tarek's armed run into the woods. His armed hike, like <laughs> not Tar- wrong. Tarek's armed hike. Tarek El Musa. Yeah. I talk about that all the time because honestly, nobody else does. Yeah. Also, my list of regrets, Taylor Strecker not being at my wedding. Oh, okay. Wait, I need to merge these lists. I should just have like one. Yeah. It should be on one note. Yeah. I'm on it. Thank you to everyone who contributed yesterday in the comment section to things I repeat. It's nice to know how you all really feel about me. No, it's nice to know they're listening. <laughs> That's true. That's definitely Conversely, true. Conversely, Taylor Strecker not at Claude's wedding. That's definitely a regret of mine. Yeah, that's bad. Like, that's crazy considering she's your best friend now yeah no it's like beyond that's what you get for getting married at 17 i know like honestly <laughs> when you're 15 it wasn't it wasn't the vibe like you know i really do wish i waited but what i should date someone for 18 years just before. so you could meet taylor strecker and invite her to your wedding no, like, totally. maybe you if should... i hadn't gotten married my life would have taken you know a butterfly flaps its wings yeah so there's no way no you you're and that's no shade to ben it is no you you did what you should have done it's just sad for taylor strecker yeah. I feel like she's always getting the shafted. Like, she's always getting the shit end. <laughs> yeah. Okay, any other repeated stories that people were commenting that we should add to the list? Let me just triple check. But really, the one that stood out to me was <laughs> Tarek El Musa. I do bring it up a lot because, first of all, we're always talking about them because they're always updating their yeah, love of rhombus. Of course. And um, nobody else, like, remembers. And I just feel like it's important because I think, like, him being really scary and weird it's is definitely a story. part of the drama. And it's also, like, a part of Christina's story. Right. Repeated story is, oh, I guess when, like, the thing that started on Burden Yourselves, like, when I fell. But I feel like I actually don't talk about that a lot. Yeah, no, I don't think you like tell the story a lot. Um, Okay, here, somebody wrote, when I went on the boat with Leo, I feel like for how cool that is, I actually don't talk about it as much as I could. I agree. The notovirus. But you know what? You experience it and try not talking about it, okay? Not me getting defensive, like, (laughs) when people are just trying to help. Genesis funeral, obviously. Um, Okay, I think that's it, like. Mm -hmm. We can only circle back. Yeah. Now that we have these lists. Oh, and like things I repeat. It's not a story, but saying I would take a bullet. Like just. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those are one of my favorite phrases. Hella bullets, you guys. Hella bullets. Okay, so you're not going to like our next story either, but I do think it's worth talking about. Oh, my God. It's Friday. Like, let me have something. I'm in town. Like, it's my day. Prince George. No, no. Seriously. (laughs) Enough. Enough. I've had enough. Because you're making me hate these people. Warned his pals. My dad will be king, so you better watch out. Okay, you know what? If you had to choose one royal story, like, this would have been it. But now we've all. And now we've said it. But you don't want to talk about Miles? And I, miles and Miles. You could just apart. talk about how Miles is on it. And all this weekend, like, we're so excited. What do we think he's going to talk about? You know, is he going to bring Kelly up for a skit? Do you think so? I hope so. Now that she's an actress, 
She stars in Taylor Swift's right. music videos. Right. She's the real actress. Maybe Taylor will come to the after party. Oh, for sure. See, there's so much we could talk about. Even though I don't think Taylor's in New York. Where would she be? Um, I feel like she like lives in London. Mm. But I'm not entirely sure. She's so mysterious. Okay. And I appreciate that. If you let me have this story, I will, I'll put a royal filter on my sections going forward. No, like it's honestly and truly, it's enough. I like we don't so. need one a day. We don't even live there. I just feel I just like think you got really comfortable when it was like the queen passed and like every story was that. And I know you're trying to recreate the magic. I understand. I've been there with the Suez. It's, yeah, it's very Suez. Suez. Okay, but this is funny. So can we please just talk about it? And then you can like stop being mean to me and we can move on. Listen, I'm not. And I'm you're knocking my passion. I'm really not being mean. I'm not. But like we like like it's become insufferable. But like it's Friday, whatever. You keep saying that like as like, if Friday's like some a, sort of royal. No, on Friday, like there's no stories. Like it's not like it's a Monday and I'm forsaking the juice to talk about Prince George. You're forsaking the juice. The juice. The juicy stories. Right. To talk okay. about Prince George threatening his classmates. Okay, sh- go for it. Sure. Like Prince George is showing the world who's boss. The nine-year-old royal reportedly made sure his chums at school knew who he was, according to a new book. Katie Nichols' new book, The New Royals, Queen Elizabeth's Legacy and the Future of the Crown, Gotta Pick It Up, out October 4th, alleges that the eldest son of Prince William and Kate told his peers that they had better watch out, reiterating that the Prince of Wales will be king one day. The author writes, George understands he will one day be king, and as a little boy, spa- uh, barred, he sparred with friends at school, outdoing his peers with the killer line, my dad will be king, so you better watch out. He's not wrong. Like, his dad will be king, so you should watch out. Like, treason. Immediately. Sent to the tower. Treason. Who's going to the tower today, kids? By the way, one story that we should talk about, because I feel like we spoke about it yesterday, like, just on a personal level, um, is there's, like, drama with the new Jeffrey Dahmer Netflix thing. The victims of Jeffrey Dahmer, their families are like, enough. Yeah, I haven't seen anything other than I was perusing Netflix and I, I hovered over Jeffrey Dahmer. I wasn't ever going to watch it. That's not my beat. Me neither. Um, and I saw like a little clip and it was like, like Jeffrey, sexy. like sexy, like punchy music, quirky, like, ooh, come into my room, lock door. And it's right. like, it's a, it too, was, it's a little too positive. It's like, a little too light and bright. No, and just when I read that headline where it was like the victims of Jeffrey Dahmer's families are like asking Netflix to please stop. Like we, we keep being re-traumatized. It kind of put back into perspective. Like Jeffrey Dahmer is not a fictional character. Like he was a real ass person who like murdered real ass women. Yeah. And it's like, why? Like the, I feel like crime culture has gotten like a little out of control. I agree. And I also saw a headline that originally the, um, you know how like, when you have a show on Netflix, it, it could be in like the romance category, yeah. drama. It was in the LGBTQ category. Like Why? I, I don't know. Maybe he was gay. I don't know a lot about him. I just feel like that's like a little homophobic. Like, like, they took it off. Good. They took that category, that title off. I think they should take down the show. Okay, I've wait, not seen it. I haven't Jackie, read the criticism. That's really fucking weird. Like LGBTQ. Like, um, they, I mean, I don't think they meant anything really nefarious by it, but it's like, what are some, I don't know, I don't know Jeffrey Dahmer's story, so I don't thriller. know. Thriller. It would be no, thriller, no? Well, no, you can't have multiple. It's not the only it's one. It's weird. It's weird. Even though maybe the show, I and don't so know. And so you add as many, like, subjects on it so you that it tag gets more. It, yeah. You tag it as yeah. much as you can. And they didn't, people didn't like that. I just feel like between all the podcasts, all the documentaries, and I've watched a few, and I feel like the ones that I've watched, like, were really crazy stories that, like, needed to be told. Like, I always think of that one that we both watched 
American Killer Next Door or something yeah. where Chris whatever killed his wife and kids and like threw and them in a water tank. Like just a horrible story. Horrible. Um, and I didn't like get enjoyment from that. I feel like people like well, there's a difference between the documentary and, and, a sh- and a fictional show. That's so true, by the way. I just think we've gotten to a place where, like, it's enough and it's really fucking weird. Yeah. And that's why I feel like just, like, about a lot of the podcasts, too. Even though the last time we spoke about crime podcasts, like, I got a lot of feedback that a lot of the big crime shows, like, do amazing work with the families and they raise money. Like, Crime Junkies does a lot. Um, but it's weird. But it seems like this show... And I don't know enough about it. And that's like it. morbid, right? Is that the one that's in the comedy yeah. section of the podcast? Like why? What's funny? Yeah. But I haven't listened to it, so I can't say. Yeah. I haven't looked into the show enough. But I just, I finished my movie and then the preview for Jeffrey Dahmer's show came up. And I was like, this is fucking twisted and nasty. And like and tacky. Why are you like making it so fun? And Glamorous. Like, it's a cute show. So it felt like Ryan Murphy. Right, right. Like like literally um, Scream Queens. Yeah, it felt like Scream Queens, but like this is a real story. Yeah, with like real victims. It's really weird. Yeah. And I just think like the cultures, like, got, like we've taken it too far officially. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to be like intrigued and like want to investigate and like be kind of like obsessed with crime. It's another when it's like so entertaining to the point where like you forget that this is like a real thing that happened. Yeah. I just think it's weird. Yeah, so I think you should listen to the victims' the families, agreed. and they should agreed. have been consulted in the first place. Agreed. And the show should come down. Honestly, it's causing more trouble than it's worth. I completely sorry to Evan agree. Peters. Maybe you should do sleep over the sequel, and you won't get in trouble. Oh, Evan Peters is Jeffrey Dahmer. Mm-hmm. He's like so like not famous. Do you know what I mean? Like no, I've never like seen a paparazzi. Yeah, he's like kind of like what Shia LaBeouf. I feel like could have been. He's like I've never seen a paparazzi Was picture once. of him. Yeah. I've never, like, heard about him. Like, he dated Emma Roberts, right? For yeah. a little bit. But, like, other than that, I don't know much about his personal life. He must have, like, a nice work-life balance. Yeah. Did you see Kelly Clarkson on the cover? I think it was, like, Hollywood Reporter Variety, something. It's all coming up, Kelly. And she was, like, not to brag, but, like, I am, like, I always hear other people who are, like, on my level being, like, it's so tough. Like, I can't go to the grocery store. Like, people recognize me. She's, like, I go to Target um, every day and, like, nobody cares. Like, she's, like, I have the best life. Like, she acknowledged that, like, she has all the fame and all the rich and all the money. But she literally leads the most normal life. Like, nobody cares when she goes to the supermarket. And that's what she deserves. 100%. Peace. She has new music coming out next year. And it's been so long. Yeah. Since Divorce we got music from music. our girly. The uh, last album was, like, Love So Soft. Yeah. Not my favorite. But Kelly can do no wrong. 100%. Not complaining. 100%. And I look forward to seeing what she's bringing to the table. Creatively. Creatively. Because I'm like, I don't have the time to do like New Music Friday, new releases, find every person single. But like when one of yeah. my faves drops an album, I'll be showing up for them. Yes, I agree. I'll like, be playing it on repeat. Counselor is always keeping up like, oh, did you hear the new single from Blank? That used to be me. It's a lot of work. Yeah. No, but like I listen to albums at a time. I put on yeah. my Sonos. Like I'm not just listening to like one-off songs. I agree. Unless I'm working out and then I'm just listening to 10 Things I Hate About You on repeat. Oof. Thank you, Madison LaCroix. Oof. My favorite girl. Yikes. Okay, are you ready for our next story? Yes. Met Gala 2023 theme has been revealed. I and saw. It's a gorgeous theme. It's a tribute to the late Carl Lagerfeld. Vogue revealed on Friday that the 2023 Met Gala theme will pay tribute to the late Carl Lagerfeld nearly four years after his death from pancreatic cancer at the age of 85. The exhibition called Carl Lagerfeld, A Line of Beauty, will explore the illustrious designer's career, which spanned from 1954 to 2019 across multiple high fashion brands, including Balmain, Chloe, Fendi, Chanel, and his own eponymous line. In addition to being heavily involved in the 2015 Chanel themed event, 
Lagerfeld was a fixture at the Met Gala over the years as he was close friends with Anna and one of the industry's most lauded names. That's a really good theme. Like, amazing. I think there's a lot that you could do with it and I'm really looking forward. I'm really looking forward. The bar is high because Carl is watching yeah. and everybody should be dressing through the eyes of Carl and if done correctly, everyone should look amazing and I'm looking forward to that. Also, the exhibit sounds amazing. You should I go while you're here. Well, no, it probably does doesn't it? start yet, but whenever it's up, I would love to go. Yeah, I feel like um, there's a lot of different... Like, routes you can take but overall it's going to be like full-on glamour and the thing is with the last couple of um Met Gala themes it's like they require an explanation if you're not like an art history and fashion double major which I'm not and it's just like not fun to participate when like you feel stupid mm -hmm. and I think this is like a little bit easier to digest while also being like a really good theme yeah and the themes had gotten so big and almost vague, like camp. Comme des garçons. Oh, you love that's a little too specific. That's my comme de garçons. Like, what did that mean? But this, I feel like, is very specific. Carl has had so many eras. There's so much that you can pull from. Not everyone will be looking the exact same, but Carl doesn't flop. So I shouldn't see one floppy look on the red carpet, or they shouldn't be allowed to do the door. No, you're 100 percent right, and I think that this is a great theme, and I agree it'll be a great exhibit, and I'm excited. I and really am. It's reinvigorating my excitement for the Met Gala. Things got like really off the wagon yeah. between COVID and the last theme that they did twice that everyone stunk oh, up the yeah. joint at, and in hindsight, like it was just bad I think we're getting back to the roots here this is real fashion I have I loved heavenly bodies I thought that was an amazing theme that was like so many years ago at this point and though. I really liked camp like I didn't like I didn't appreciate it at the time and now that like I'm really into drag culture like so much of drag culture is camp and yeah. like I get it more mm -hmm. and I wish I could have appreciated it at the time because now I look back and I'm like that's so camp yeah and I'm looking camp right in the eye oh are oh, you ever constantly and you got to keep the other eye out for Selena. Right. I'm in perpetuity. My eyes are one for Selena looking camp right in the eye and the other. That's why I'm always wonky eyed. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so excited. Yeah, that's a good one. I wonder, I was watching Kardashians last night. And it was like February and I just happened to be thinking about like Kim and her Marilyn dress. And like, I wonder when people like Kim, who it's like their whole year, when they start thinking about their look for the Met Gala. Um, she's probably already at this time because it's February and the Met Gala is in May. She probably already has, but like, um, it's probably still like conceptual. I don't think she. I wonder if who she's going with. I wonder who like the big designer for this will be, considering he worked at all those places. Right. She probably go with Fendi maybe because Fendi Skims. I'm wearing Fendi Skims today. How cool um, are you? And I'm wearing Good American. Look at us. Oh just my support god. Of Queens. And I. I, like, I do really miss, like, the time when the Kardashians were, like, Balmain girlies, like, them and Olivier and, like, those iconic structured mini dresses and the blazers. That was an iconic time, and I feel like just, like, fashion has moved on from that, like, Luke. But I wouldn't mind a, a Balmain moment with them, too. I hope the whole family goes together. That's what I would love to see in my heart of hearts. Like, everyone at the same table dressed Co simpatically. Yeah. And giving us a moment. That's what we need now. You know, I do think, like, we could have gotten that if Kim and Kanye had stayed married. Because, like, I could see Yeezy becoming, like, an official designer of the Met Gala. And remember how he dressed them all, including Caitlyn for um, The and Life Lamar. of Pablo. And Lamar. No, that was for Yeezy. Oh, they all looked so good at his, like, album release thing. And it was really iconic. Yeah. That's what we need. That is what we need. 
like that's really I know for other people like they're looking to the Met Gala for other stars but oh, for me. a lot of people like it's now the Kardashian but I is. feel like even when you're in there that's what like a lot of the articles say it's like they're the popular girls like every- Demi Lovato said that when she had the worst time at the Met Gala she was like there's like a popular table no but I feel like they're not if they're the popular girls that they're like kind with their popularity yeah I, I don't think that they're mean yeah no. but I feel like it, it's their party now well you know what Cara Delevingne is definitely going to be like the belle of the ball this year because she was like Carl's muse. Uh, yeah, and she's still doing his line, Cara right. loves Carl. So is Kaya Gerber was one of Carl's girlies. But like I just associate like if there's one muse, it's, it's Cara. Kara. Yeah, I agree. And I saw a, um, was I hosting with Shannon or with you when we were talking about like those photos that came out of Cara Delevingne like looking a little. We, we talked a little bit about it, but it okay. wasn't a story. Um, she went out, there was like a big party for Cara x Carl and she looked really good. Yes. Like she looked much better and I hope that she can keep that, keep up that energy because we need her for the Met Gala. We really do. Yeah. She's the one to watch. She's the one to watch. For sure. For sure. You got to keep an eye out for Cara. Yeah. But I am constantly keeping an eye out for Selena. She's also one to watch at the Met Gala. She always shows up and shows out with Coach and yeah. Tiffany's. And I feel like she did like Stella McCartney for a while. Yeah. She's a good girl. Good girl. Are you ready for our next story? I am. David Beckham confronted Brooklyn about Nicola Peltz drama. Ugh, like talking about this gives me such a pit. Like this is so personal. It's like so real though. I know. And like it's like, so. How is all this getting out? Like for real? Like how do we know if this is true or for real? Okay. David Beckham reportedly confronted Brooklyn Beckham over the drama involving um, Brooklyn's wife, Nicola, and his mom, Victoria. Quote, I don't think David has ever lost his temper with Brooklyn or had caused to talk to him harshly but that has now finally happened a source told the daily mail like your Thursday. dad yelling at you is on the daily mail like that's so invasive he said that the athlete read the riot act to his eldest child quote he had it out with him and told him we don't do this in our family and you know that we don't do this in our family they added that david allegedly told brooklyn what happens next is up to you but we are done with the drama per the publication david was upset over comments made by nicola and brooklyn in the recent interview for grazia us's yeah. fall 2022 cover the young couple spoke about the media coverage of nicola's relationship with victoria she said quote uh, he said quote to be honest my wife is obviously my first priority and i never want to see her her upset ever when people do say ridiculous things we just talk about it and we just move on we have each other's back 100 percent, and we just move on so they did talk about it I think they thought that they were sounding respectful and, and on its face it is but I think the, the fact that they thing, talked about it is disrespectful and it validated all of these reports that if and they do, if they didn't mention it we could all still pretend like oh it's the media right. conjuring no things. that's so true and I just feel like they're not that type of family. Like they don't thirst out and like air their dirty laundry. And I think, I think they did it because even though like Victoria is ice queen, I think the general narrative was like Nicola is like a diva and a mean girl. So she went on the offensive to kind of right that wrong. But I feel like that actually wasn't really the narrative. I feel like there's that with that. People say that, you know, there are some like Dumois stuff, obviously the Bella Thorne bullying thing. Like there are some people who are like, oh, Nicola's a mean girl. But I don't feel like that's the overarching narrative. I actually feel like the fact that she felt the need to defend herself is more so because like that's, it's like she's projecting. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like we're fine. Yeah. I feel like there's drama if they if they never spoke about it you could just say oh they're both icy and they're just like not seeing eye to eye right and we have no proof that this is actually true but her making a declaration validates everything that's the the most important point um and i'm glad that his dad yelled me too 
I'm glad for it because even though I agree family, with the sentiment like that, you know, your wife comes before your mother-in-law, but, but do it all pu- publicly is beyond like, inappropriate. David and Victoria are both A-listers. Their whole family has been celebrity famous for how many years and they've never found themselves in a situation like this like right what's the new variable no and Brooklyn like being out out here being married to Nicola being wanting to be a chef after literally making a grilled cheese one time um all of that is because he's David and Victoria's son like and I'm sure it feels like a huge slap in the face to like give your kid this life just for him to like run off and like talk about you in the press even if it is wasn't like outwardly negative no and it's the it's the mentioning it in the press but also whatever's happening in private like he's yeah clearly choosing his wife over his family and there shouldn't have to be a choice yes I agree even though like if there ever is a choice like I'm of the mind that That's like you the, go with your right, spouse but, like, did something terrible happen right like what 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 is so bad that they can't come back from yeah that she didn't make the dress right get over it yeah but no, the, I would feel upset too if like someone was talking about something in the family to the press without like clearing it with me first. Because like family things stay family. Yeah. And anything that's happened in private, like we can all move on from. But once it's out there, yeah. you can't put it back in. People will always like, I'm glad that he got a, a talking to. I, I hope agree. He, I hope the two of them can change their tune and just stop it. I agree. And just go be happy together and then figure out the family stuff in time yeah they just need like a little break yeah I'm but sure david that, is right i'm sure that wedding was like torture. a torture fest for oh everyone my God. i mean think of think of everyone's weddings and it's not that you know and right. everyone at their own weddings whatever how big or how small is tortured the in-laws but then you add the scale of how much money they have in the paparazzi and the fame and the tablets it must have been like, like the most harrowing experience. So they need a little time yeah. to debrief from wedding drama. Totally. Which, totally. Which should be fine until you start putting stuff in the press. Now you can't take that back. Totally. Are you ready for our fifth and final story, which is a little exciting content news. Mm. Community, the movie, is finally happening at Peacock, fulfilling the show's prophecy. Wait, what's Community? Joe McHale. The, the teacher community college. Yep. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, greatest show that. ever that yeah. has a million lives and everyone keeps canceling it and picking it yeah. up and canceling it again. But now maybe it's not the darkest timeline after all as six seasons and a movie is finally becoming reality. Peacock has ordered a movie based on the Dan Harmon comedy community, bringing back original stars Joel McHale, Danny Pudi, Allison Brie, Jillian Jacobs, Shim Rash, Ken Jong to check in on what the gang from Greendale has been up to since the show ended in 2015. Cute. Without sharing specifics, Peacock and Sony Pictures TV, which jointly announced the green light on Friday, described the negotiations for Peacock to secure the movie as heavily competitive. As part of the deal, Peacock has also acquired non exclusive rights to the full six season community library which can also be found on Netflix and Hulu that would be a great show to rewatch yeah I watched like the first two episodes that I like never got into it but I didn't really give it like the the full I didn't give it my full energy oh I watched it when it was on back in the day and I loved it yeah I feel like it's really like a niche audience it is but they're so enthusiastic and that's why this show like refuses to die you're small but mighty we're small but mighty it's literally been 15 years and now they're getting a movie that's nice maybe i will watch it it's the funniest premise for a show and the cast is so what's the premise again they all go to community college yeah but they all have like a different reasons for how they ended up there and obviously they're not college age (laughs) oh got it okay that's funny i think like maybe maybe allison Bree's character was and like she this is where she got in or something got it that's funny it's so 
funny. Okay, that is a good show to watch. Cast, like, I get that confused. Honestly, I know it sounds crazy with like Parks and Rec. No, they're all pretty similar. They're all like 30-minute sitcoms that are funny from NBC and people got so famous from them. And people really love them and feel strongly about them, but you can't like have watched all of them. No, and I did start Parks and Rec and like I, it was not funny. And that is a fact of life. It's not my opinion. It's a sheer fact. I didn't watch Parks and Rec. I didn't watch most of that. But it's weird that I did watch Community. Because, oh, it's not weird. Because I loved Joel McHale. And I loved The Soup when it was on. And I would have followed him till the ends of the earth. The Soup was a really unique time in my life. It was a good time. It was so, it was such a, like, it was, I don't even know what I would call it. Because it was like late night, but it was a variety show and it had like little segments. It was literally like the Amanda show. You know what I would call it? What? So meaty. <gasps> Chat stew, right? That's what I would call it. Yeah. I didn't even like understand half the things they were saying on no, that show. No, but I was cracking up. And then the, didn't- We were literally 12. Didn't E like promise to bring it back? They brought it back with- With a female host. Yes. And now I think- Because everything E touches turns to trash. Like, yeah, it just like shrivels up. Yeah, and dies. away. And like becomes embarrassing. Like, I don't think people have looked at Busy Phillips the same. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When she was like prancing around in a nightgown and big hoop earrings. And singing like, Fred Rogers. It was- Mr. Rogers. It was a lot. It was a lot. Um, so that's what you missed on Glee. That's what you missed. We feel as though you needed to know every morsel of that. Most morsels. Every last one. Right, Stray Sands, you'll support your mommy. We have TV Recap, the Kardashians episode on Hulu, episode two of season two, was released on Wednesday night, and we caught up with the girlies, and we're going to recap it. It is brought to you by Bruch, the electric toothbrush that will change the way you think about brushing your teeth. With powerful sonic technology and ultra-gentle bristles, the Bruch redefines what it means to have super clean teeth. It's like that feeling when you just leave the dentist, a fresh, whole, clean mouth every single day. And if you want to get 20% off when you pick your Bruch brush kit and plan, you can go to bruch.com slash toast uh, for 20% off at B-R-U-U-S-H dot com slash toast. So the Bruch kit includes the electric toothbrush, an additional three brush heads, a magnetic charging station, and a very sleek, very slender, very portable travel case. The subscription plan um, comes every six months. They'll ship you a three-pack replacement brush head to your door. It's way better for the environment than replacing your entire toothbrush. And you got to change your brush head. It's like kind of gross if you don't. Changing your brush head is really easy to forget. So they'll just remind you with a little message. For 18 US dollars or 24 Canadian dollars, it's pretty good given gas mileage right now. You don't have to drive to the pharmacy and get a new one. They also have um, a great 90-day return policy because they believe in the product so wholeheartedly. They're going to give you a 90-day trial to test and try the product. And you can rest assured because based on thousands of five-star reviews, you will not be returning this brooch. Comes in stunning colors. I have a, a hunter green, a magenta, a pale pink. You could say I have a problem. Do I need three electric toothbrushes? No. Um, but it really is that bitch. And it's super affordable compared to other um, electric toothbrushes. They can cost like $200, which is a lot. Like it's out of control. So uh, super affordable. And when you use our link, 20% off at the Bruch brush kit and plan when you go to bruch.com slash toast, B-R-U-U-S-H dot com slash toast. When you just like literally like waiting, like was it bursting out of you while I was doing the ad? Yeah, and I'm staring at Brutadu, and he's like, "What are, are you calling for me, or are you calling for your toothbrush, mom?" Um, so episode two, we got Kylie's birth, which was stunning. It was very emo. I mean, I, I, I enjoyed it, but I didn't really relate to like the conversation afterwards about like 
you know, how different it is the second time and just being hard on your body, yada, yada. But I imagine that, like, it made you feel seen. It made me feel seen. She's my queen right now. Yeah. Like, everything that comes out of her mouth, I could just sit there and watch her talk slowly about anything. Like, I wish every scene with her is just so precious to me. Um, and a lot of what she was saying, I really, really appreciate it. I feel like she's been so open yeah. about what she's gone through. Even when she was talking about how she's been home since November, just like hanging yep. out with a four-year-old. And then I guess she went to Coachella. She went to Justin Bieber. Haley took her, remember, in April. So she was really like home. And that's really what I experienced yeah. too. And I just love her so dearly. It's definitely resurfacing that like I want to know the name now. And I'm so curious what it is. And it was making me think like we haven't had a Kardashian new name since Psalm, mm -hmm. which is really so long ago. And before I understood how difficult it is to name a person. So like now I'm, my curiosity is off the charts. I do believe we will find out on this season of this show. Yeah. Well, like I think that's I don't think it's going to be an Instagram. Like I think we'll find out on the show. I think we'll find out on Instagram actually hmm, whenever okay. she's ready because she keeps saying like I think still on his birth certificate it's wolf right and until she changes that and I don't think she's changed it on the show so she keeps just leaving it open but no I loved her sharing all she was sharing and it was a good reminder to just like be kinder to yourself yeah. like we're making human beings thank it's you fucking hard and there is no rush and to like enjoy like appreciate the process you know appreciate the process I definitely get like a little hasty and being like I just you know want to bounce back immediately yeah but like whatever whatever I totally agree you know like yeah. there's a few moments where it's like oh I wish I was like you know like, taking pictures or whatever but like in the grand scheme of things whatever no and it's like okay so you have delicious I'm not saying you do but like hypothetically like delicious thighs uh, yeah, Harry came from those thighs. Like, yeah, you're kidding. From these loins. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. I'm not saying anything about your thighs. Like, I was just trying to make a point. <laughs> the subplot of Chloe taking the brain test was giving E energy, and it was giving you know, energy with a capital A. You know who's giving E energy? Kendall. And she needs to be, oh, another conversation. She needs to be stopped as Chris. Like, everything she says in her confessionals, it's like so Kardashians 10 years ago of like just like fakeness no I else, she can do no wrong for me she's your Kylie being like so genuine she's my Kylie and like I just feel like she's always like delivering a line sorry when she was yelling at Corey to get in the car and stop taking videos like no but that was real time moments. yeah but when she's in her, her fridge in, in her interviews her fridge oh her wine fridge in the, garage, in the garage with the crystal and the dom and he's like which one should I take like yeah he, he went, went for, for the, the rosé so cute yeah. so Kylie so Kylie um no, I'm sorry. There's nothing she could do that literally okay. I don't care. Like she's your like I'm obsessed. Okay, good. Um yeah, the brain stuff. Oh my god. I oh, love the brain that stuff. doctor being like I've had Lakers season tickets for 20 years. It's like I love Thank when you. people recognize that like these are extremely famous people. Everyone knows about Lamar. No, when he walked in um and Chloe was like, "Hi." And Kylie was like, "Hi, this is my sister." He's like, "Hi Chloe." And she at the same time said, "Hi, I'm Chloe." Like, "We know." We know. We know your name. No, I love that for him. Yeah. And it's like, it was like Tyler Henry. Like where it was it's breaking like, the fourth wall. Pretending to be like, oh, I don't know what's going on in your brain, even though. You know. We know. You so know. I really appreciated him and his honesty and his season tickets. We got like the P word. She said Pete. And it was just like crazy. And next week is like all about Pete's yeah. flight. Mm -hmm. So I think they took out anything too emotional and. Serious. Yeah. But are leaving like fun fodder. Yeah. And I also think she said in the interview, like if in when Chloe was talking about Tristan proposing, Kim said, if someone proposed to me, I would like have to say yes. I would like feel bad. Oh, and that does validate the theory that people thought that the reason no, they broke up it, is because Pete. It invalidates it because then she would have just said yes to Pete. 
No, 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 no. And she, I don't think she wouldn't have. If that was the reason why she they was broke saying up, that she if wouldn't. that was the reason why they broke up, I don't think they would have left that soundbite in. That's true. That's so, true. I found that to be quite interesting. I also love to see the girlies traveling together to Milan. It made me want to go to Milan and I've like never had any interest. But like the way they travel is just fabulous. Like Kim Air, Range Rover. Why were they staying at different hotels? Like just things that they do as sisters, but also as businesswomen. Like it makes no sense. Yeah, they just have like different teams and it's actually shocking that they even flew together right also Kendall is literally the biggest model in the world for how many years now and has walked in every single show like and I'm so glad she like sees Prada still as a big deal but why is she acting like uh, this was you know, she was acting break. she was acting like she was acting when she was like 17 and Chris went to the uh, Victoria's Secret like it was kind of rude first of all like your sister's so proud of you like there's an easier way to communicate what you're trying to say I know what she means like it's I think she already has a hard time like backstage the girls like think she's undeserving of her career like the girls who literally like lived in model apartments with 16 other models like I get it um and it's like embarrassing but like it's not what she says. It's how she says it. It gives off like such entitlement and like it's kind of rude. No, but I also meant like she was acting like, oh my God, I don't know if I'm going to get proud. I'm so excited. I got like, I guess it's good that she's still enthusiastic about the job, but she was acting like this was her first big break when like, I imagine she's walked for Prada before. Yeah. It's just another day. I think that's her attempt to seem grateful. Okay. Yeah, which I appreciate. It just, it was confusing. Yeah, no, it was definitely weird. And like it's Kim just, was like so obviously like excited to be in Milan. Like I think Kim, yeah. Kim spends a lot of her time like just working on skims, being a mom, being at home in Calabasas. So like when she gets out without the kids, like it's super fun. Yeah. And she's like genuinely excited. And I just think like Kendall's a little bit more jaded. Yeah. And I, I love Kendall representing the redheads. Yeah. Um, that felt really nice. Yeah, it was fabulous. And everyone was like really nice about the hair color. Like Kim likes it. Kim yeah. likes red hair. So I just felt really That's sweet. good to know. It's just like a general thing of fact of life. Yeah. There are some people who don't. Like and then Patty Stanger is like such is a she? redhead phobic. Yeah. What? She makes on her show. She used to make like the nastiest comments about redheads. I hate her. Isn't that crazy? Hate you her. would only have remembered if you're a redhead. Of course. And it, but she like would not work with redheads no I guess you're right there actually is like a small like group of like bigots like that say like fire crotch and no, like ginger bigots. gingers mm -hmm. have no souls like yeah that are like ginge phobic bigots I didn't think about that Patty Stangers is one is the head of the committee <laughs> um and then Courtney we got like a brief update on her fertility that like they're gonna go the natural route like at least one last time which yep. is super nice um so then it also makes me think because we're obviously months no, in the they're future gonna do they got the embryo via IVF yeah, but I thought then they got the embryo and so then they're going to go natural. And then if it doesn't work, then they have an embryo. Oh, OK. So it just makes me think like, I don't know if she would carry it. So like any day now, like because this is months ago, like we could have a Kravis baby. Yeah. God willing. God willing. God willing. Rosh Hashanah, uh, then, and then So they bought their own house in Palm Springs? Yes. Because that wasn't Chris's. mentioned that they were doing that, but it was looked so similar. It was confusing at times. All their houses like have the same aesthetic, like. Rich. And I think they're like down the street from Chris's house. That was nice. So it was cute. I could not be around people with such PDA like that. No, me neither. It's like, it's enough. No, I'm happy for them. Like, but, me too. But it's like, if you're the only other person in the room, it's a lot. No, and like sharing just like with people that like you did the dishes naked is so unnecessary. And then when that person is your mom and her boyfriend, it, it takes it to another level it's of unnecessary. It's so unnecessary. Yeah. It's so, like it's beyond unnecessary. There's, it's just, you know what it is? It's not necessary. Yeah. One thing that confuses me about the girlies is why they always have their shoes on the bed. 
That's actually an amazing point. Like when Courtney and I'm sorry, Chloe and Kim were talking, they were first like on the corners of the bed with their like Chloe was wearing her sneakers, they were off mm-hmm. the bed and Kim's high, she was wearing high heels. Yeah, you're right. Didn't take them off. And then Chloe comes into the crosses the bed to give Kim a hug on Kim's bed and like her sneakers are on the bed. Let me say one thing. I do think it's important to note that like the shit on the bottom of my shoe is definitely more dirty. Like, cause they pretty much like go to their houses, get They're in their like cars. They're like from place yeah, to Yeah, like they don't like, they, they don't, don't walk. walk in the streets. They don't take public don't transit. Walk. No. They're only in their own yards, which are pr- plenty clean. Maybe they go to a restaurant, they walk four feet. Like, no, they definitely, their shoe is cleaner than but my But it's not shoe. clean, period. But like, it's just shoes on the bed. No, I completely agree. And they're so clean. Like Kim's house doesn't have a tchotchke. Right. But you'll have a shoe on the bed. I would love a clarification on that. That's an amazing, amazing point. Maybe they like put covers on their beds that they take off at the end of the day. Or maybe they're just so rich, like they get their sheets cleaned every day. Yeah, it's like, like you oh, have- I just got my shoe on the bed. Can someone right. swap Fresh that out? Fresh pair, garçon. <laughs> Perhaps that's what it is. But it's an amazing point. I'd love some clarification, Kylie, if you're watching. Or oh, Chloe. yeah, Kylie. Or Chloe. We, um, I just know that, like, everyone watches, you know? Yeah, or maybe someone who, like, works for them, like, can explain, oh, when there's a shoe on the bed, like, this is what we do. Or maybe it's a set. It's not their real house. Oh. Kim's when, house is looking so good. When Kim also, like, acknowledged, I don't, I don't forgot what she said, but she was like, can we say that on Hulu? Kim and Kendall, Kendall. T- Kendall take Milan. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I thought it was really sweet how when they did Kylie's birth, they used the same song from I'm 34 weeks today. Like her vlog from baby number one. It was like the piano. You know that song? Is it oh, Kanye? I didn't even notice. I don't yeah. know. It's like, dun, dun. It's like a song with no words, just piano. So sweet. So um, 34 weeks today. Got to get pregnant just so I can say that. Yeah, that's a really good reason. A hundred percent. The content. For your TikTok. Yeah. yeah, people would love. Blow it up, blow it up. Clardia. So um, 34 weeks today. So it was a good episode. Honestly, week one was like crazy. So this was more of like kind of boring. But those girlies are just a pleasure to watch. They are. They are. The new show format is like gorgeous. I'm so glad we're over the drones because season one, I was getting nauseous. It's nice. It's nice. And I need a Corey and Chris spinoff. I need a Corey docuseries oh when chris was going through how she named all of her children and literally forgot robert and then put him last and forgot his middle name queen (laughs) queen and she has a tram stamp (gasps) that was fascinating Mm -hmm. fascinating what a fascinating transition 100 percent um so that was a tv recap people were upset we didn't do house of the dragon this week it was on Jackie's I doesn't have, watched it yet. She also doesn't have DVR. So you'll be back home this week and we'll get back on track on Monday. Yes. That is our show. We'll be back um, next week. It shows Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Nope. Yom Kippur. Oh my God. Fuck. Oh my God. The, the Strice Brothers. Fuck. I forgot. Bruno, it's okay. Mommy loves you. So Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. Monday, next Tuesday, week Thursday. because Wednesday's Yom Kippur and Friday I'm headed to Pittsburgh for my show at the Roxy and Theater tickets available at girldonjob.com slash tour good luck getting one <laughs> and I'm headed to Atlanta for a spritz meet oh, and greet right. at Total Wine oh and mine's on Monday October 3rd he asked me what day it was I told him it was October 3rd um in Long Island meet and greet so we're getting like the entire eastern seaboard covered yeah that's a little we'll bit be about up and us. down the coast all week. Come see us. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Morning Toast, the Millennium Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday. And YouTube, if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe. Give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as podcasts. Where podcasts can be found on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, Apple Podcasts, Box, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, Podcasts, Finance, Morning Toast, Five Stories. Everybody, we'll listening tomorrow. We are have an amazing Friday and an amazing weekend. And we'll see you on and Monday. And make it a stride day, guys. Make it a stride day.